Welcome to the MCO Advisors Podcast. In this episode, Ryan and Corey talk about the use of direct mail and print newsletters and whether or not they can be effective in the industry today. Busy week, man. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is. I'm cooked. Uh, I don't even feel like doing this right now. Um, Goodbye. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like direct mail. We don't do it. No, um, I wanted to talk about it because we were speaking to retirees um, and it was specifically working. And I'll, I'll get into that. Uh, throw in your comments. Let us know. Are you guys paying for direct mail? Um, I think usually direct, direct mail was attached to a seminar. So it wasn't just like, here's the newsletter, call me. It was usually like trying to get them to go somewhere um, and meet somebody. But I'm still interested if anybody has is still doing that and trying that to any capacity, not the seminar part, but the direct mail part. Um, what do you think about direct mail, Corey, just in general as using it as a, in, in maybe not in 2021, but you know when things start to, start to feel more normal? Um, it, actually, I don't even think that matters. I wouldn't even use it for a seminar. What do you just think about marketing through direct mail? Why not? I guess my question being, usually I look at mail like this, like you're never going to market to me in, in my mailbox. I throw everything away unless it's a coupon for somewhere. So maybe this works a coupon for somewhere where my wife shops or it says her name on something that is for, for her pharmacy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then for me, it's like bills and I just throw everything else away. Yeah. It's not getting through to me either, but I'm not, maybe I, I'm, I'm likely not your ideal client. Right. So I guess that was going to be my point too, is a lot of people hear direct mail and they go, why would I do that? It's like, well, if you're picking up 45 year olds off LinkedIn, direct mail is probably not going to be the thing. Um, but I'd also say this, if you're uh, an advisor, I know most of us are readers, think about the direct mail that you get. I was actually talking to Nick who still gets a newsletter uh, that he actually pulls out and reads and really enjoys the content. Well, so there's I an guess, expectation yeah. there, though, right? That's not that's not blasting random direct mail to anybody. Well, that's my point, I guess, is in the same way that uh, a, you think a DM works better than direct mail. I think they could both be right and wrong for the same reason, which is the fact of how cold is it? So the reason that our newsletter did so well is Colin had uh, I forget how I forget exactly how many relationships, but it was. Everybody, you know, we had over 100 people reading it, over 100 families, you know, reading that newsletter. And it was going out to 700. Those are just the ones we could guarantee because we talk to them during the meetings and they tell us and they have conversations. They're, they're calling us about something that's in there. It became an engagement point. And, you know, along the way, at least once throughout the year, I would say there would be somebody calling and say, hey, we have this. We, we have your newsletter. There was an individual who said it was stacked up for 10 years. He's been getting it. I mean, Colin's been doing it forever. He's like, it was 10 years. He's been getting that newsletter. He said he even stopped reading them and still ended up calling us one day and guy had a bunch of money. So it's like, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to think, you know, thinking about direct mail as, as we're always talking about social media, like it doesn't work, but I mean, it's, it brought us, it brought us thousands of dollars. I mean, thousands of dollars. It wasn't Here's, just, it wasn't yeah. just piddly. Here's the thing. Everything works. I mean, I, I hate hearing that but it's the truth. Everything works. It depends how you're doing it, you know, the details of it, the audience, the cadence. You know, this is the same stuff that we talk about all the time. It's it's 30,000 feet advice 
everything works. But when you get granular with it, what are you actually doing? How are you actually delivering that? So uh, I've, I have a lot of experience with direct mail because that was how we had to reach you advisors before email became kind of the more popular way of doing it. And um, I, I'd love to know your experience. I mean, we used to blast you guys postcards two a week. Um, and, you know, I assume I'm, I'm sure of your, I'm sure many of your admins would keep them from getting to you all. But the goal was I was, to- the, ad, I was the admin throwing <laughs> them away. Right. <laughs> I so, was the gatekeeper. You know, trash, trash. A lot trash. of <laughs> the reason people get away from direct mail is because it's expensive. So yeah. I can DM you for free. And I could, right. or I could pay fifty-five cents plus printing the piece of paper, which is seventy-five cents. Now I'm, you know, well over a dollar for each contact. That's that can get expensive. And this is what I learned, and what I can say, and where we could have cleaned it up and possibly done a better job of is is the list. Um, is who is on that list? How who have you talked to? It, it does it become random because then I think your dollars are difficult to calculate. But when we were sending it to people who we were meeting in the areas that we wanted, you know, at least you were getting, at least you were talking to your ideal person, hopefully. And yep. it became a little bit more reasonable. I think what we did is we took the newsletter w- one year and we ended up backing off and, and figuring out a way of just calling people, trying to stay in touch, but had, had went from like 500 to 650 because we started using it as like the lead generation thing of reaching people and trying to bring people in. And that to me was not the right way to go that was too expensive. I think that's where I started leaning on, on social media because the, I knew our current relationships and households were reading it. And I think a lot of people who are following us, who we met were reading it. But if it was a, if it was a cold person, it was just another piece of mail that I was assuming people were throwing away. But yeah. again, you don't, you don't ever know, but that's where I think the power came from though, for sure was the, you know, the, the that people knew us. Um, but the other thing was, is the content was really good. It had personal. It's, it had personal side from Colin, personal side from me, and and information in between that added so value. You thought people. you thought the com- the information was really good. We don't know what everybody thought. Um, you know, we all think our content. Stuff. It was different. It was it was personal. That's what I mean. It was copied articles. Honestly, the articles were probably whatever for anybody who cared. They liked reading about Colin and his kids, and they liked reading about me and my family. People got to watch me grow at the company, and I got to talk about how I was moving up. People love the, being involved yeah. and love the story. So that we just got to take them along the ride and tell them along the story. And that's what I tell people when you're doing one email, one post, like remember that, you know, people, everybody who's watching me now, if you remember a year ago, I was nothing. And now all of a sudden I'm link, I'm LinkedIn, you know, because I posted every single day, but you guys got to follow my story and see where I came from and what I did. It's just interesting. So well, I think more storytelling regardless of what it is. Print is a tool. These are all tools, uh, but news, print, and mail is a is a separate tool. And and I think the thing with this is versus digital and social media is you can try those things and throw out a million fishing lines and and just test a million different ways. You have to be a lot more thoughtful and practical when you're doing mail because you're actually sending. You can't send somebody one thing and then the next day turn around and send them something else and the next day try something else and try something else. Try like then you've really screwed yourself up. They've got an actual letter, they've got an envelope, they've got a brochure, they've got a postcard. So you have to be a lot more thoughtful and tactical in how you approach it. But if you do it right, I actually really do believe in it if it's right for your audience. Um, And even if not, you know, you could get in front of me now that I think about it, if you did a nice front and back postcard where I don't have to open anything and your message was on point, 
and and talk to my family and I, you know, you know, I, I know dealing with the kids has been stressful. You know, if, if you got right to me, you could get my attention through mail. And and that uh, admitting that is kind of funky for me. But, you know, this comment also makes me think about brand. If you have the budget for it, even if I'm throwing it out, the walk from the mailbox to the trash can, and then I see your post on LinkedIn the next day, or I see you on Facebook, or I see your email, it's another touch point. For sure. And I would say about a dollar a person, if you wanted to guess. Um, so it did get, it did, but, but again, the, the people that came from it and the, the relationships that made for the people who actually decided to read it. Or, and then what was most interesting to me, why I had to bring it up was the guy who had the stack that he didn't even throw away. He just kept, it was literally, you know, that's where the visibility comes from. Um, and it's, it was, it was just strange to hear something like that and realize how powerful is something that we spend all this time on that somebody's not even reading. It's just yeah. the fact that we're there in front of them. So here's the home I, run. The home run advice you guys doubled down on the print mail newsletter right that was a pillar piece of content for what you guys did at that firm my advice to everybody is what would you have to not be doing to be doing print mail properly like what what would you have to take your attention away from to do to execute on print mail properly and is that worth it that's the question i'd have to ask you have to delegate something like this you can write it, but look, I, we, we, we were folding it and it, you feel like you're saving money, but anybody like you're not, it's just so much time by the time you, the envelope, I mean, I, when I can tell you, I like, I, I would, when I was the admin folding almost full time every day for eight hours, it would take me like three or four days. Yeah. I would come you know, in there immediately and, and be like, what the hell are you guys doing? This is the greatest waste of marketing time I've ever seen in my life. And I think what became difficult is the fact that print can feel expensive. So then you delegate to somebody else, you're, then it becomes a thing and it's hard to spend the money. Plus when we have the time, it seems, is it more reasonable? That's where I think, no, I would have done more. So I should have done mm -hmm. more social Video. media, spend more time, yeah. all that stuff. And that's, you know, it's, but, but you, you learn from trying it. And again, like I said, would I tell somebody to do that as a, as the bringing in new people? No. But I would suggest to everybody, if you have, if you're, especially if you're focusing on retirees, somebody who's, you know, 55 to 65 plus, um, especially I would say 60 plus, sending them to your current relationships, if you can just spend the time writing it, just like you write a blog and you send it out to people, I think that would be a big value added. That would be something that I would say to do if, if it was, you know, if you could fit it into your schedule time-wise, if you didn't have to cut something out that was working, and if you had the the money to get to delegate, I, I think it is something special. I really like it. I just I would need to, you know, this is this would be a conversation we would have in the weeds with one of our MCO advisor clients, and be like, this is a good idea if you can commit to this. Like, you can't send this once and then not revisit this for sixty days because then oh it's yeah, just we did it. Total... We did it month monthly for years, just like anything. The consistency is what got it. When people knew it was coming, then I think it became more readable. Absolutely, and that takes you got to put six months in of building that consistency and the, the expectation that people are getting that. And you can't expect someone to turn around and do more business with you because you sent them a newsletter right away. Right, exactly. No, completely agree. So it's just another way to tell your story, another way to get in front of people. A lot of people do like to read. People have been giving me a hard time for my post, which uh, I apologize to the reader nation, but um, that's hilarious. There's a sock in my sweatpants. Well, it's, uh, it's, but, it's, it's, it's a distraction. We all need a little distraction. I mean, walking to the mailbox and having a surprise out there would be nice. I don't think anyone's sending, you know, surprise and delight gifts, but 
you know, we had I, one of the pieces of advice that I gave to one of our clients early on was when baseball season rolls around, send everybody a sticker that's, you know, from the team, you know, that yeah. they can give to their kids. Here's a handful of stickers for your kids. I don't know, like stuff like that's really cool. If, if you can get tactical and do that properly. And imagine somebody like um, sent you, uh, a, you know, a, a newsletter and it had like an ungraded, you know, cheap card with it or something mm -hmm. like that. And be like, yeah. And there, and that, that to you would be the winner, maybe from somebody, even you respect, like you just had Chris on. So maybe Chris is sending out a newsletter. He's like, Hey, everybody in my newsletter, I have one PSA nine something, and I don't know who it's going to or awesome. something like that. I guess you'd have to track it or something. Cause losing that would be like killer, but somebody would end up with it. And I don't know, you know, then, then mail becomes a thing. So again, you're right. It just becomes, I think it really becomes down to execution strategy, like anything else. But the reason I wanted to bring it up is because it's something we never talk about by itself, never honed in on. And I at least wanted to bring up uh, the success factor of it and the fact that it really was working. And when I mean working, I mean somebody who has over a million dollars and like real, real relationships with people that will carry long term. And that's why the newsletter, however it felt expensive, it was doing that for years. So every time we're looking at it, where I think we made the mistake was folding it, but doing it wasn't a mistake. It was, it was making money. So it, it um, all, like all this stuff works. It's just how yeah. much time, like you just, it's playing with the levers. Like, yeah. what are you trading off to do it? Are you doing it right? Are you, it's, it's, there's a million levers in marketing and that's what I think fumbles a lot of advisors. True. Look, I, we could get in front of people if, if we had the budget and the time <laughs> we could get in front of people right now. I could literally have this video screenshot printed on a black postcard. It says live, da, 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 da. It's got the logo. It's got the amount of people watching. And then on the back, we could capture someone's attention with, you know, what we want to tell them and it would get read. If you send someone a screenshot with our two mugs on it, like it's a live show, someone, people would look at that postcard. I would hate us probably. You might, but the point is it would, if, if you could convert the attention, that's all you're yeah. doing is you're attempting to capture I, attention. I, I agree. I agree. And and that's where I think I was really coming at this with was why you send it to current relationships. It's not the fact of everybody looked at the newsletter, like I, and I literally had this conversation with an attorney. I, we were talking about the newsletter and I'm thinking of from a branding perspective and all that stuff, marketing and, and connecting the dots. And she said, if I hand somebody a piece of paper, you never know if they're going to take that to the gym, read it, like leave it on the treadmill or leave it on the side and somebody else picks it up. And that I, I was literally, I was literally silent as I was like, maybe, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, and it, but it was like, it was like, so they're literally sending out the mail in the hope that sure Friday, maybe it's around the holidays. You hope they're leaving it out when the family comes over, but that's not, that's not the way I thought about it. That's not the way that you should think about the newsletter. It was the wrong way to think about distributing it. This is the fact that somebody was going to hold a piece of paper and like leave it somewhere and somebody else sees it. So I need an attorney. Um, it was the value that we put in. It the was wind the fact blows that it, it, it ends up in like central park. <laughs> yeah. Like the movie sing you, you ever notice when they're, when they're, when they're put the, he puts the stack of flyers out and the fan blows it, it literally <laughs> travels over the entire town equally and hits people's windows like miles away. Great movie, by the way. But still, um, I just thought like, you know, it's just, it's how you think about something. It's not that you're just doing it. It's not just the tactic. It's, it's the connecting the dots in between everything. 
And that's where we always get into with our advice. And that's why when people say, I want to do this, 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 and this, and this, we're thinking about, well, I know, we know how you have to execute all those things. And that's why we bring in the organization because the idea is simple to write down. The execution is the thing that takes time. Yeah, I think some of the best advice we've been giving lately, um, and thanks for the comment. Yes, your your niche market for sure is is yeah. something I would target with direct mail. But some of the, c- the conversations we've been having with clients, which has been hitting home That's with like me your a lot, posts, ben. yeah, um, and and stuff that I'm really thinking about with our business and how we execute is when that list, that marketing list, gets deep and heavy, and you've got ten things on it, you can't execute any of them because your mind wants to execute all of them. And when we talk about direct mail and we talk about all these different things we want to do, like we've got to execute and, and working with our clients and, and all the advisors watching who are not working with us, execute on the stuff that you can actually execute on and worry about the other stuff after you start executing. Yeah. Like we can't yeah. create a list of 10 things. It's It'll never get done. Yeah. Create a list of two things and write down how you're going to do each thing. Mm-hmm. Not the ideas of ten, and actually do them. That's what I mean. The actionable steps that you're going to take forward to accomplish those things. Maybe even stick with one. So rather than writing down goals, write down steps and habits and the things that you need to do to reach that one. And then once you start doing that, then you can move on. The biggest thing I think we've been trying to get people to do is in the habit formation of saying like, look, don't you, a podcast is a great idea, but let's do an email newsletter first. And if I, if I have you thinking about doing a podcast and doing a video and exporting the audio, you're never going to write that newsletter because you never started in the first place. So let's do the newsletter first. Let's get some infrastructure building on your ideas. That's how we grew, guys. You know, we started with this show and we fumble around a lot. It's pushing a podcast. I think there's a lot of other things we can do. But we've also honed in and realized the same advice we're giving to people we're taking and we've separated from all other platforms, been focusing here, putting value to the show and adding back to the community and we started making a lot more money. So it's a mixture of time and effort, but it's also the strategy and who we're speaking to and how we're executing from day to day. So don't only listen to what we say, you know, watch what we do. Don't steal my comments. We live, we live. um, Did you see the comment I left with uh, Zach yesterday? No. No, you didn't. I said, watch what I do, not what I say. No, did you really? (laughs) I literally read the comment before, which was the greatest thing I heard, uh, which was one of the greatest comments. Um, on John Stadmuller's, uh, where he tagged us, like, what do you guys think? And it said, people who don't believe in what they sell. Oh, my comment about the tactics thing? Yeah, yeah re- resort to short-term tactics. And I was like, I was like, that's it. I couldn't even think of anything else to add to it. No, no fat to trim off that sentence. It was like, <laughs> it was like perfect. So it was hilarious. No, I actually did not read that comment. Not joking. That's a good old um, Gary V line. I, I think we, about that all the time. Yeah, 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 of course. And that pro- sometimes, obviously, when I'm hearing other people, I hear something that I think hit home with me and without trying to steal information, you know, like to deliver the same impact to other people. But I try to be as authentic as I can. But sometimes stuff I hear all the time and things that I use and tell myself creep through. Um, so we all use the same comments, age old stuff, but it does help. It does work. Uh, I think... Um, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I, I mean, talking about direct mail in general, like we said, focusing on your niche market. Um, but I just wanted to tell my story about how we were act- actually making money and why I think we actually make money and to be a little bit hard on ourselves and say where I think we made the mistake, which was 100% the fact that if we would have spent the money to delegate it, we could have spent the time to make more money. And mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the age old that you spend money to, to make money. But really what I think we're doing is also 
spending money to save time to do what we're good at. And that's the thing that, that I wasn't doing and didn't, didn't learn well enough and realize enough, um, you know, un until now, until doing something like this. So mm -hmm. as I'm learning, uh, we'll continue to share. And again, we will see you guys tomorrow. We have, um, who do we have on Stacy, Stacy yeah. Abner. Yep. Yeah. So it's going to be a great conversation. What's one thing that you, what's one thing, I think I did this to you yesterday, but what's one thing that you want to ask Stacey? Why she gets up so early. <laughs> Her LinkedIn post at six in the morning every time. Um, you know, I'm most excited selfishly to just get her on and learn and see her personality in real time. Um, I only know her behind a, a text uh, feed. And I think there's a really good human there who's up to something that's pretty cool and pretty unique. And she touches and works with a lot of asset managers and a lot of advisors. And I, I think finding knowledge with that person who lives in the middle is uh, can be really valuable. And I, I, I'm just interested in picking her brain with you and learning about some of the conversations she's having, things she's seeing and, and going from there. Yeah, it's really cool to talk to people, just like Samantha Russell yesterday, of people who talk to advisors all the time and hear you know, what their, their stories about what they're actually seeing because it's nice to actually get down to what we see working and not as much theory. Um, it just, I think that's the real value added, but the experiences that we have and get to share is that's the value we try to bring with the show. So Stacy's gonna be another awesome guest. Um, we, have, uh, we have a few other people coming up and I'll let you know, Corey, um, at least one other person just booked for two weeks and uh, we'll get going back on the show and getting more guests. We've been busy with this webinar but once it's over, I think it'll free a little bit of our mental capacity and we'll start bringing in guests. So let us know who you want to see, topics you want to hear, as always, and we'll make sure to talk about it and bring, do our best to bring them on. Love uh, it. Have a good day, guys. We will see you tomorrow at 930. Thank you for listening. We hope that you find value in this show. We hope that you find value in MCO Advisors. You finding success means everything to us. If you found value in this show, please leave us a rating. Thank you all. Talk soon.